0: class is in session your most unconventional class she talks all
1: things all subjects it's the interdisciplinary podcast hosted by your favorite doctor this is what's the say with dr kim Ray. another episode (laughs) that's what he would say at least we have a special guest with me today and and let me share a little bit about uh how i know this gentleman from the espn radio show coffee and cash flow he used to come on the show and he would welcome everybody to to the the coffee and cash flow show on espn radio in charlotte and he would say yes Another episode. So I was just trying to give it to you just like he used to give it to us. And uh welcome to the show. This is What's the Say with Dr. Kim Ray, the interdisciplinary podcast, by the way. <laughs> and you know, I was gonna wear my polo, my ESP and coffee and cash flow polo, because I like to come dressed. For the interview for the day, who I'm going to be speaking with. But you know what? I played a little bit of golf the other day and so it wasn't quite ready. So I hope this this polo right here will do. Um, But I have with me a giant in the financial services, if you will, wealth management sector with us today, this week. And he is known as the retirement wealth coach. And he is Mr. Stephen Crawford, who also holds an MBA. And he's certified financial fiduciary. He is, I don't know what these titles are, and so he's going to tell us what they all are. But he is an RFC. He is also a part of the National Sec- Social Security uh, Advisors. This gentleman here, I mean, I'm just, I'm just honored to know him, you know, as a, and, and now I can call him a friend. Even though I told him, we're, we're not playing friends today, we're playing business today. But um, I, I mean, because I really want you guys to learn a lot from him. But this is Mr. Stephen Crawford, MBA with us. How you doing, Mr. Stephen Crawford?
0: I'm good. I'm glad to be a part of the show. What's, what's to say with Dr. Hey. Kim Ray? Hey, hey, hey.
1: Ah, that's right. So I want to share with them a little bit more because there's so much more to you than just, you know, what I've already mentioned, which is already incredible. But you are also a CEO and managing partner of the FIG Wealth Advisors. For 20 years now, you've been in experience in insurance and financial services. And uh, you are a, uh, I guess this is a foundation kind of capital retirement specialist position that you... Are a master of There's, or an expert in? It's mm-hmm. in
0: it's in building, building. You know, making sure your foundation is correct.
1: Okay, okay, all right. Well, and. and- And then, guys, there's so much more to this guest right here. Steven is also co-author of best-selling book with major author Jack Canfield. And Jack wrote The Chicken Soup for the Soul. So this book that they have co-authored together uh, is The Success Formula with Jack Canfield. That is just incredible. And of course, we're going to talk about the book a little bit more, but I just wanted to share that with you. He's also a member of the national Academy of bestselling authors, the uh, writers and speakers, national ethics association, the (laughs) national black MBA association. And he is a hall of famer. He's a hall of famer with a youth, youth sports organization right back in my backyard, actually in uh, Pembroke Pines, Florida. (laughs) And, um, You know, Stephen, what makes you such an extra special financial wealth uh, management coach is the fact that you are also in a group of only three percent of advisors specializing in retirement products. Is that correct?
0: Oh, absolutely. I belong to a special club within a club.
1: Put it that way. (laughs) That's that's some serious stuff there. That's extra VIP, the VIP of the VIP.
0: Yeah. So you know you go in the room and then they tell you, okay, and you know you VIP anyway, so you get to go in the rooms. But everybody don't get to do what Dr. Kimray gets to do. So, so there's a room that behind the room that Dr. Kimray gets to go in, and I go in, but everybody can't go in that room unless we you invited, right? Wow.
1: So. I'm glad I'm in that room too. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> well, so good. I, I love it. I love it. So and and I you know what? I actually I kind of mentioned it on the intro before I brought you in, but you know, Stephen and I uh, also—he uh, allowed me to come in and on on his show, Coffee and Cash Flow, to be a um, to have a segment. Uh, and um, you know, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. I met Stephen at a professional some type of event, and he gave me a shot. I said, "Hey, I can I I do media, and you know, it'd be nice for me to come on your show." And you know, I thought I was just gonna be a one timer, and I came out one time, and they were like, "All right, so you come in next week?" And I was like, "Yes." so it was fun and of course we've grown a good friendship from there and so I'm just honored to have this this opportunity to feature you on my show and to get some information out to my viewers and my listeners uh that's so important and so imperative right now in this time period and, and, and always, you know, not just because we're dealing with this pandemic situation, but but just in general, you know, um, I think if we were more prepared, we would uh, probably be in a, a great uh, situation right now when when circumstances like this unforeseen events come up like this. I want to talk about a little bit about um, You know, what is this total client engagement that you talk about um, as it relates to people outliving their money? Or am I going on the right track? Like what? You created this acronym, this TCE. What is that all about? Well, I I think that
0: many of our clients are are being given one sided information. Mm -hmm. And so I think that if you're dealing with a financial planner, retirement advisor, whatever it may be, I think it's important to be able to be engaged throughout the process yes. and to understand. And so I've been accused, accused of over-educating people by other financial <laughs> advisors. And I, and I say, well, I can't, I can only be me. There was a song that was on school days and the guy was saying, I can only be me, right? He was singing. <laughs> and I'm like, I can only be me. So it's, I have to, I don't feel, it's just, I don't feel complete unless I'm giving the, my client the, the total experience of understanding the entire process.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I get it. I totally get it. So tell the people, because I, of course, did not know what I was talking about. I know somewhat about some of this stuff because, you know, you've educated me and Coffee and Cash Flow, the show, has educated me as well. In addition to me also doing some internships with some investment firms. Um, but but I really and truly don't know. I want the people to know, though, from the expert's mouth, what is an RFC, a certified Financial fiduciary and a national social security advisor. What is all of that? I mean, I got my PhD and I'm lost.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, PhD is a little harder to get, so I'm going to give you credit nah. on that. One. Uh, so, <laughs> so I will say so an RFC is registered financial consultant.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not not as difficult necessarily to achieve, but it's really about you know when clients see certain credentials, it it sometimes makes them and feel a little bit more comfortable that you're credible. A certified financial fiduciary, what that means is there's a lot of people out here that are saying that they're fiduciary. You'll hear this word thrown around. Ah. I'm a fiduciary. I'm a fiduciary. I'm a fiduciary. And and when they say they're a fiduciary, they're just basically saying, because I charge you a fee for investment advice. And that does not necessarily make you a fiduciary. And The reason why I say that is because if I am a fee-only planner, and it's no disrespect to these folks out here who do this, yes. there are other aspects to the financial world that they're not going to introduce. Ah. So, and, you're, and you're typically captive. So if you are in a situation where I can't go, if I know there's something better, mm-hmm. but my firm only allows me to mm. offer these products, then I can't really truly be a fiduciary because I can't really act in your best interest. So as a certified financial fiduciary, there's a class you have to go through, you have to take a test and we, and that's what I did. So I went through, that's a fully accredited course. And so it's a certified financial fiduciary, but I am not limited to any sort of just investment only or insurance only. We are a hybrid practice that we can offer the best of both worlds. And I'm completely independent. So when you're dealing with someone that's captive, Yeah, you're only going to get a limited amount of advice. But when you're dealing with someone who's independent, I have the ability to go and get the best of both worlds.
1: Wow. Okay. So I like that because you're able to customize and really cater to the, to your clients on on a case by case basis. And, and you're not, you're not like these YouTube uh, and Amazon um, influencers. You're not, you're not co-signing on a service because you know, you're getting paid or, you're boxed into them. So very yeah, interesting. Yeah. Awesome. You know, and I think um, you know, we're dealing with health and wealth tie into each other, right? Oh and, yeah, absolutely. You know, significantly. And and COVID-19 obviously is is equaling a lot of economic hardship, right? And right. so when we're talking about this interconnected uh ecosystem, uh, you know, it's a lot of your services are necessary uh to be not not if we haven't already thought about it using your services um we need to be thinking about it because right. things like this occur they they pop up and we need to be ready we need to be equipped and um you know i know that uh you know people aren't able to you know, necessarily be prepared if, if they're not, if they don't know people like you, they, they don't have services like you. And it's good to especially hear that flexibility that you have outside of just the service alone. You know, you, you're able to find a lot of different um, options. And so <clears throat> how, how do you, with this, with understanding that health, uh, means wealth and they tie in together. Uh, how, a lot of rebalancing uh, might need to take place right now. You need to reexamine your portfolio. Maybe. Um, what do you suggest with this wealth to asset protection um, information or ideas? Or do you have anything to to shed light on as it relates to how they should be restructuring or revamping their lives based on this this pandemic? Or If if it's
0: if if it's not just that for you in general, I think in for in general when we go back to the phrase foundational capital, uh, foundational capital specialist, and what and what I talked about is about building a a financial house. And too often, what I see is financial houses that are essentially built from the roof and not Mm -hmm. the foundation. Okay. And what I mean by that is, if someone is heavily invested, and I'm not again, this is not I'm not against the stock market anything of that nature. But you also you also have to understand risks that are associated with these opportunities. Yes. And many people are not educated fully enough to understand that your financial house, as we get older and older, your foundational capital should be involved in more safe money opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning that, that found so that's immovable. Yeah. Because I talked about it on coffee and cash flow literally today, and we talked about the fact that the NASDAQ, which is the Majority of the, the stock companies are in the NASDAQ. It went up today and it hit, it hit all, you know, nearly all-time highs yesterday, I should say. And okay. so during this course wow. of time, the NASDAQ has been going up and down. The S&P has been going up and down. And the S&P represents the largest 500 companies and the Dow Jones represents the top 30. Okay. And so when you're watching these different indexes going up and down, what I try to tell my clients is, is that you know what makes that happen. Emotions,
1: oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. emotions.
0: Mm-hmm. So think about it. If all of your money is tied into whether the president tweets something, or whether we have a new president or new co- senators or whatever, if all of your money is tied into that financial house of cards, mm-hmm. right? It impacts it. Then it's going to impact it. Mm-hmm. So you have to have foundational capital mm-hmm. that will stand through the test of time, regardless of who's. On Pennsylvania Avenue, mm. who's in the state of uh, Tallahassee, right? right. Or any other state? So that's okay. what I, that's what I try to teach people.
1: I love that. I love that. And, and well, so as it relates to since you're dubbed the retirement wealth coach, right? You know, right. Um, w- w- what do you what do you say to uh, how taxes factor into your retirement? Your retirement See, exactly.
0: income? Oh, absolutely. That's a great question. And so, this is one of the questions that. I did a workshop, I'll just tell you a while back, and a pastor was talk, talking to me. He, I'd been referred to him. Someone said, hey, you should go talk to Steve. And, and then so I, I didn't know why I was meeting the pastor. He has a pretty nice sized church in the Charlotte area. Okay. So I went to go talk to him. He says, um, he starts talking to me and immediately I said, well, the biggest thing that people don't look at is, when, is the, how taxes affect their retirement. He said, when can you come speak? Mm. I was sitting there for three minutes. And he says, when can you come speak to my people? Because no one, none of the financial advisors that I have ever talks about taxes. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, that's what I specialize in is tax strategies, advanced tax strategies. Wow. Strategy. So he said, that, that makes you completely unique. And so as you know, I wrote an article for Forbes. and uh, Yes. Right yes.
1: Now. This article that you wrote for Forbes, that was like the top uh 10 or 20 how many
0: yeah how, it was it, it was it was actually top 25 but it was actually 20, number 2
1: yeah it was number 2 i knew it was in the, yeah. in the single digits uh huh i got a
0: huge plaque by the way from the ceo of forbes
1: congratulating me yes that is so wonderful that i'm glad you mentioned it goodness i <laughs> forgot to me- after all those accolades that i named i <laughs> forgot that one and that's the most recent one cuz the book has been yeah. out now for about a year or how much about how a long? Year. about a year yeah close, close to a year close yeah. to a year not quite yeah. Right. Wow. So um, okay, well that's good. And 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 we know that the um retirement age, the full retirement age is seventy, right? But but you can start around sixty-two. Right. But right. but how does that impact if you start taking out early and you know, or 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 do we want to wait for them to call you for that for that information?
0: <laughs> well, I'll answer two questions because I don't know if I finished answering the question about retirement. Okay, and taxes okay, and tax okay. good income. So I wanna make sure people understand. So here's what I will tell people and I'll answer this question as well. So we are in what we call a progressive tax law, right? Yes. Taxes are consistently on the move. And so what we currently have right now under our current administration, we have taxes that are as low as they've been in, in, in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. So what, but, but here's what people need to understand when you have all of your, and, and they're scheduled to, to sunset in the year 2025. So basically in 2026, we could have a whole new tax law,
1: right? Yes. So,
0: so here's what I want people to understand. So if all of your planning and the majority of your wealth is in pre-taxed accounts, yeah. like your 401k and your IRAs, think about it this way. We're in the lowest tax structure we've been in. But because of COVID-19, Mm-hmm. where's all the stimulus money coming from? Mm. At some point in time, we're going to have to pay taxes on this money. Yes. And where are they going to look? They're going to look to start taxing those accounts at a much higher rate later. The than pre-tax accounts. Those pre-tax accounts. And tell <laughs> us
1: what those pre-tax accounts are.
0: Sure. So you have traditional IRAs, mm-hmm. which allow for, if you're under 50 this year, I think it's if you're under 50, it's like $6,000 a year mm-hmm. or 6500 or something mm-hmm. to that fact. Mm-hmm. And if you're over 50, then you get an additional 1000 yes, per year, right? Whether that's a traditional IRA or, or Roth, the, the, ima- the amount of contribution is the same, uh huh. right? So, But so when a traditional IRA or a 401k, which most people are familiar with, mm-hmm. where you're comp- it's a company-sponsored yeah. plan, you can put away $19,500 a year or $26,000 if you're over 50. Yes. But here's the problem. As those counts grow or not grow, depending on what's going on with emotions in the yes. market, remember I said that? Yes. What you, what you have not paid is taxes. Mm. So I have clients of mine that I had a guy one time, he said, Steve, I got a half a million dollars in my account. And it was all pre-tax, Okay. right? So he had never paid any taxes. And I said, no, you don't. He said, what do you mean I don't have a half a million dollars? I said, what's Uncle Sam's portion? Mm -hmm. I said, so in order for you to be able to touch this account completely freely, you got to be over 59 and a half, right? Without the 10% penalty. And then I said to him, what's your tax bracket? See, this is why Mm -hmm. I go back to the tax bracket. Mm -hmm. So if his tax bracket, let's just say 20%, that's $100,000
1: in taxes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But what if, but remember what I said earlier, we're in a progressive tax law. So Mm -hmm. what if after 2025, the tax bracket he now enters in is 30%. Yes. So now you just lost (laughs) $150,000.
1: Dang. (laughs) (laughs) So in that situation, what would you have recommended for him though? So what I, depending, depending on the individual. Of course.
0: So what I start talking about is you need to start thinking about Roth conversions. Start converting mm. that money into tax-free positioning to where you pay the tax now because the tax laws are lower right now. So okay. you take the hit and pay some of the taxes. We have strategies where we can show you how to pay the taxes off maybe this year, a little this year, a little bit next year, and a little bit following. Uh-huh. So that by the time it's all the taxes have been paid out, you don't have to worry about the, them raising taxes on your, on your retirement, right? Because you've already paid it.
1: Right. I see. So um, what is, is this a, uh, when you say a Roth conversion, are you referring to like a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k? Yes.
0: It, well, there's two. So I mm-hmm. like, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. So there's a Roth IRA. So here's what happened with a Roth IRA. So a lot of people are familiar with Roth because it's tax-free retirement and your money goes in post-tax, which means- yes after you've already been taxed, it goes in. So with a, with a Roth conversion, you have the ability to be able to say, I want to convert some of my traditional IRA money that's been my pre-tax money. Uh-huh. And I can move some of that, if not all of that money over into a Roth IRA. Okay. So, you, so that's what I mean when I say a Roth conversion, you're basically converting the traditional to the Roth.
1: Okay, got it. So that's kind of like a rollover IRA when you're converting from a maybe 401 to an IRA, right?
0: That's a little different. A rollover okay. or a transfer, you still got to, you still want to make sure. And I had a client that he dealt with an advisor. I never forget that as well. He's in, he, he flies planes. Uh huh. And so he when I came to him and I met him. He was telling me he had this tax issue. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he said, Well, I had some money moved from an IRA, and I put it into another IRA, and my advisor didn't tell me that, you know, I had to pay the tax on. I said, what? They didn't? Why would mm-hmm. they not tell you that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I said, oh, that's the first thing you do. First, first of all, they should have moved it to a like type of investment. I'll tell mm. you mm-hmm. you go from a 401k, which is a company sponsored plan, you would then move that money to a custodial mm. house, like, mm-hmm. which it becomes an IRA. Okay. So that you don't pay the taxes mm. you, if you wanted to not pay the taxes at that time.
1: At that moment. Yeah. You wait At until you get a little older or something like, like yeah. you were saying earlier. Right. Okay. Now, if you
0: don't, then there's ways that we can move it partially, as we said before, where we can show you how to move the money to to, to fully move it over to a Roth and then you pay the taxes out of it. But, you know, but you can move it, And in our way is an individual retirement account or an arrangement. And yes. so that could be mutual funds. It could be an annuity. It could be a, yeah. a thing.
1: Okay. Right. Okay, oh, so I, I thought an annuity was its own little way of investing too, but it could be in an IRA.
0: Right, an annuity, oh. can, and I have plenty of, plenty of my clients that have an annuity and it's an IRA and they were confused. I'm like, no, it's still an IRA. And the funny part about it, you'd be surprised at how uneducated some of our folks are. Not the client, I'm talking about the investment folks in the, because one of these oh, big Oh yeah, banks, in the
1: business.
0: In the business, they don't know.
1: Oof.
0: I had my client Scary. call- One of my clients last year moved some money and she called her bank where the money was and they told her, oh, you can't put that in an annuity. I said, put me on the phone with these people. (laughs) So, of course, I got on the phone and I got somebody else in the other department and they says, oh, no, you're right, Mr. Crawford, you're right. No, we can move it into, and I said, what did I tell you? (laughs) I I said, you need to train whoever you got in your company. They need to understand how IRAs work. Wow. Right. So they didn't even know how it works. Wow.
1: So, I okay, so off that, because they need to call you for some of this stuff this this is this is customized services that you are kind of talking about right now, but we're kind of we're trying to get get them to understand how important it is to 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 look into this and to give you a call right for your services and to to know that there's so many people out there that are giving out false information that are in this industry as well and it's just it's saddening because this is your this is your livelihood once you finish working. Uh, your retirement is all you have. So you want your money to be in the right place and you want to be, become educated about how to place your money in the right place. So right. Um, it's good that you're telling us about this. Yeah. So let's let's talk more a little bit about this CARES Act. The CARES Act now has a lot to do with the COVID-19. I think it, it's, it's an acronym and it's like Coronavirus Act uh, Relief effort something that it stands for the c-a-r-e-s i don't know but um what exactly how how is the care act impacting those that um can deduct from monies from their 401ks and also what about if if i ask you a kind of a a, i want to ask you like a two-part question what about private placement as it relates to your 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 monies that maybe you're investing or deducting
0: well, as the, the CARES Act, uh, obviously you can you can borrow up to $100,000 and not have to have a 10% penalty, which is important.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, and then you have a, at least a three-year period of time where you can pay back the taxes if you, and to pay the taxes on that money. Wow. So, so that's big news because typically there's a 10% penalty if you're not 59 and a half. Uh, so as it relates to private placement, they have not said what you can use the money for if you take it out. So I am a big believer in diversification
1: okay. and giving
0: your money other options and other opportunities that yes. you don't tend to receive in, with the 401k or an IRA-sponsored plan. Well, not our IRA. is personally owned, but you don't see it in a 401k.
1: Uh-huh. So I, I, now that you mentioned that, like where, where, you're, where you're dispersing your money to, um, what about like legacy planning or charitable giving? I know charitable giving is a good thing for that act too, that 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 cares act. If you if you donate, I think you can donate up to like several thousand dollars or, or so, um, and it and it won't be taxable too, or share, share more on that.
0: I'm not hundred percent sure how much you can donate. That's that's sometimes what you see with a tax guy who can kind of tell you more okay, about true. what you can what you can um, you know, contribute or not contribute. I mean, okay. I know that there's You know, spousal givings that that doesn't have a maximum, but then there's usually a gift act where you can give about, I don't remember if it's 12 or 13,000 per Uh child or something like that. So there's ways to be able to give to charity. I've seen in the past where people have used what they call required minimum distributions to do something like that. Mm -hmm. So the RMDs, you've been allowed to do that. I'm not sure if they're still allowing that, but I know it was in the past. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we've seen people do with their churches. They would get, yes. you know, whatever their RMDs were, they yes. could use that towards their church.
1: Right. And write it off in their taxes. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So that
0: was, that was a big thing that we've seen um, as well, but it just, it really just depends on the individual when it comes to some of these decisions. And, yeah. and as you said, listening to shows like, like yours, right. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. they can hear and be educated. But, you know, my grandma always said a closed mouth never gets fed. So yeah. Got to be ready to receive new information. And- yeah.
1: And ask a lot of questions too. So if, if, I, if I'm sitting here, you don't know me, but this is a favor for what's to say with Dr. Kim Ray production crew. Uh, if someone were to ask you for your biggest piece of advice, advice. Not guidance, huh. <laughs> coach. Come on, coach. Right. right. <laughs> so, coach, if if we're going to ask you for the what, what would you say that um like is your high level like you know first thing that rolls off your tongue about like you know investments or you know it, educating folks?
0: Well, the first thing that it comes to mind is you invest what you can risk. You insure what you cannot.
1: hmm That's good. Okay, that, so both of those services, though, you handle investment and insurance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how much but, money is the least amount? And this is custom, I know this is every, it's regardless of age, regardless of income. You know, how much would you say is like the least amount of money that somebody can invest uh, on a regular basis? to kind of help themselves later on in their life what would you say or is that even a question that you can truly answer
0: well i don't think i can truly answer it um, because it really depends on the person Mm -hmm. and everyone's situation is different right so one of the things i wrote in the book was talking about you know cinderella Mm -hmm. and if you remember the story of cinderella when they were looking they were everybody was trying to fit this slipper but it only fit her. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So everybody's retirement, which is kind of funny when you think about it. So no one yeah. else had a shoe size.
1: Right. No one else had a six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just just kind of weird, but I'm like, but the point of it all, the story is that every you're you are unique. Yes. So, you know, when we, so when we talk to someone, people always ask me, well, what's the minimum I can do? Uh-huh. I'm like,
1: What's the minimum can you do? <laughs> right. Right.
0: And what is that minimum going to do for you? hmm mm-hmm. Because there has to be an end goal. There has to be a finish line. So when someone comes to me and says, Steve, I need to have a million dollars by the time I'm 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 60. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, well, what do you have right now? Is what I'm gonna ask. Yeah. And then I'm gonna say, Well, what is a realistic rate of return that you're expecting? Mm-hmm. So if someone says, I need a million dollars by the time I'm 60, 60 years old and they're 58 and they got $20,000. It's probably not going to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Heard. I understand that. <laughs> so, so <laughs> what is this, uh, this calculation though, that I, that I've learned from you that is about, it's like your current, take your current savings and divide it by 4% and, um, something like that. What, 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 well, that's, by that's,
0: yeah, that's kind of like people just put all that out there, but really what it comes down to when you, when you look at your, your budget, right. Mm-hmm. People always say a good rule of thumb is to expect to have, if you want to have money saved for your retirement, this is what I always, that's my main thing, obviously. Yeah. So you need to double. You need to have, and this is not this is not a hard rule, but this is what a lot of financial people will say. People will say, mm-hmm. so whatever your last salary was, you should have ten times that saved. Mm. So if you had five hundred five fifty thousand dollars, you should have half a million at least saved. Okay. Now, but how you spend that money is what's going to be most important. How that money is taxed or hasn't been taxed. Yes. Right. Because it's not about how much money you have, it's how much money you keep.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So this is why planning, when you are young, yeah. makes the most sense. And so I hear people tell me all the time, we talked about this on the show, people will tell me, oh, oh, you're a retirement person. Oh, yeah, I'll see you when I retire. I'll talk to you when I retire. No, you need to be
1: talking to me like 10 years ago. Yeah, it's preparation.
0: It's preparation. Mm-hmm. And so you hear people tell you stuff like that and you just kind of look like, okay, you just don't want to be bothered.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're not getting and it or they don't want it. to get it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. But and my viewers s- understand and they want to get it. And that's why we're here with you today. Cause we want to, we want to learn and we want to be better than the last generation. Right. We, we didn't know things that we know now. So we want to feed the, the, the future and enjoy living later on in life. So Two things I want to do with you before you go. I want you to share with us more about this book that, that you published, that you co-authored with Jack Canfield. Right. And I also want you to talk about your – some of the – the, the uh, like you have your own funds. I know we yes. kind of talked about it like for a brief second or maybe maybe I didn't really touch on it enough, but I really want them to understand that you also have your own funds that if if clients of yours come to you – you can you can put some of their money in. And so let's talk about those two things. You take whichever one you'd like to talk about first.
0: Sure. Well the book, as you've already mentioned with Jack Canfield, the success formula is now. Do you have a copy
1: of it there for us to see? Uh yeah, let's go ahead and put it up. There you go. Yeah, let's see. So it's called the success formula. Yes. Okay. Reveal their secrets for health, wealth and success today. Wow. Love it. And that's you with Jack.
0: That's me with Jack and me on the back. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh wow! You're on the
0: back too. Oh, I'm on the back.
1: I gotta so, get an autograph of c- copy.
0: Absolutely. Um, so, so that so that's in terms of the book. Now, as far as private and opportunities, well, no, so, but tell us
1: a little bit about the book. Oh sure.
0: Yeah. So I wrote I wrote a chapter in the book. Um, again, going back to the same subject, tax free retirement planning or tax free uh, options beyond the Roth IRA. So I know we didn't talk a lot about it. But I, I talk about the Roth IRA, and there are limitations, though, with, with the Roth. Right. And so there are probably some listeners that are, that are saying, well, I can't even do a Roth. I make yeah. my income is too great. Yeah. Right? So. A that, lot of
1: younger people I know are, are into the Roth because it's, it's like you say, it, when your income is kind of too high, a Roth doesn't work for you. And so when you right. first start your out in your career you kind of use most young people, unless they're like super, you know, wealthy. And as soon as they graduate college or something, then they're not able, but yeah. So yeah, a Roth is uh, a lot of people have, there's limitations in essence. And so I cut you off. What, what else are you saying there about the uh, success?
0: Well, you know, I was just talking about as far as the Roth in, in within that book is I talk about, it's about tax free retirement beyond the Roth IRA. And so a lot of people are not aware of other options that go mm-hmm. beyond what the Roth can do, and so with the Roth IRA, there's a income limitation. Mm. So as you mentioned before, depending on your 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 status is whether you're single or married. If you're single, once you make over, I want to say, one hundred thirty nine thousand, mm-hmm. you face out. You can't use the Roth. Okay. At all. Mm-hmm. So and if you're a couple and you I think your your income, I think this year is two hundred six thousand you also a phased out. Mm-hmm. People say, well, I ain't got nothing to worry about. That's not me, but you never know. Right. Right. There are also issues when it comes to if you have an employer-sponsored 401k plan, there are certain things that you can't, they start limiting how much you can contribute to an IRA and a Roth because you have a 401k
1: plan. Oh. So there's a lot but what of if it, what if what if you hold, like say I hold my money with my my Roth with 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 you, but then mm-hmm. I hold my uh, what's the one you say I couldn't mix the 401 401? your 401k. Yeah. If the, but say I hold my 401k with the competitor, I'm not going to name them. <laughs> but what, what if that, how would they know? Do they speak the same language? Is there some kind of well, way for them? The
0: IRS, they speak the same language. Okay. So Roth, the Roth has already been taxed. So it's not going to be any sort of, you're not going to try to get a deduction because you can't get a dedu- deduction from something that's already been post taxed in contributions. So when you have an IRA, typically when you go see your accountant, you're trying to get the most deductions, most of us, right? So we don't mm-hmm. have to pay as much money to Uncle Sam. Yeah. So the IRS, the IRS knows mm-hmm. that, wait a minute, you got a qualified plan from a sponsor from an employer. And the only way you can get around that sometimes is if you have an, a spouse that doesn't work so yeah. you can contribute more, things of that nature. But, if you have an, uh, but if, even if your spouse has a 401k at their job, There could be there could be limitations that you can contribute even to your IRA, so Mm -hmm. it's so the government so that's why I'm such an advocate for outside the box yeah utilization and and strategies because the 401k was never really designed to be your total answer for retirement just like you mentioned earlier about Social Security Social Security was never meant to supplement your entire retirement
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It, it was not meant for that right so I teach people other opportunities which goes into the private placement world yes which is called 506c or 506b but this is for what we call accredited investors okay so an accredited investor is typically someone who's been phased out of a Roth
1: oh okay
0: so if in household you have a net worth of a million dollars as far as non-personal residence or you have income as an individual over 200 thousand a year 203 206 a year or as a couple you have household income over Mm 300,000 there's a door within another door that we talked about earlier that you can now enter into that's private placements you typically though i can't tell you what those investments are because the sec has rules that say i must know you first
1: oh okay Okay. Now I can well, tell you. You can tell, can tell me. Tell. Right. Online. So we'll talk about this after the call, then. <laughs> but but, I, but I, that that just means they have to call you. They need to they need right. to schedule an appointment so that they can understand what these private funds are and be be in the in crowd.
0: Absolutely. I mean, and we when I tell people I have something that other people don't have, I literally mean we have stuff that you cannot. Oh, you can't tell me what my broker has. this. no, your broker does not. Yeah. He does not. He or she does not have this.
1: Wow. Wow. So, uh, and, and are, are you, don't you have funds? And I don't mean your funds. I mean, just, are you aware of any funds that they, they guarantee some sort of return on your investment? Like it's not as risky, you know, you're, you're guaranteed something. It's not like putting it in a savings account, which is the worst thing you could do with your money, you know, <laughs> never grows. <laughs> right, or even right. a mutual fund account, you know, grows a little bit. But, um, you know, you, I think you even know about some accounts that are guaranteed some sort of like 4%. What kind of return at the lowest return or guaranteed, right? Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, that's a great point that you bring up. So that goes back to what we talked about, about foundational capital, right? Okay. And so there are companies that, this is more on the insurance side because what is insurance supposed to do? It's supposed to give you assurance, right? Mm. And so when you start talking about companies that offer minimum guarantees no matter what happens. Yeah. So I can tell you a story a lady, Miss Mary, who I was referred to from uh, one of these workshops I did with the church. Okay. And Miss Mary had several hundred thousand dollars in a volatile situation with one of these big brokerage houses. Yes. And they were charging her over 2% two, two plus per year in fees. Um, and there's no guarantees that her money would would go up or go down. Okay. And so what I talked to Ms. Mary, I said, you're retired, aren't you? She said, yeah. I said, let me ask you this question. If you were to lose 30% of your portfolio right now, hmm. how would you recover from it? Hmm. And she said, I wouldn't be able to. So I said, well, what we should do is look at foundational capital, positioning. And as we get older, yeah. there's this rule of 100 where if you have a certain amount of years to risk your money, depending on your age. So let's yes. give you an example. So if we say 100 and you're 30, you got 70 years, right? Right. So you can, and that, not necessarily 70 years, but you have a 70% risk uh-huh. in your portfolio versus 30% safety. Right. But as you start getting older, yes. that Less needs risk. to change. hmm so what happened with Mary, and this is another client of mine, Dr. Um, Dr. Stacy. Mm-hmm. I work with a lot of doctors as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: Dr. Stacy and I, and, and I'll just mention Mary. So what happened, I moved her money. It has a minimum guarantee of 4% a year, mm-hmm. compounding for 15 years until she touches it. Wow. Con- no matter what the market does. Wow. And she has no fees at all
1: what? Okay, seriously, uh, I need to be in that. At least that, you know, everyone needs to be in that, at least that. I mean, if you make the, the minimum, whatever it is to get in that fund, that, that I mean, that's, that's a no brainer.
0: Right. And it's not an investment at all. So it's, it's, it's an insurance. I call it a retirement insurance contract.
1: There's wow. other names
0: for it, but that's the name I've come up with.
1: Yeah. It's, it keeps it in layman's terms for, for people like me. Right. Understand.
0: Right. So here's what happened though. I moved her money she was supposed to go see some other guy and, you know, and she eventually spoke to my our good friend, Key. And Key said, oh, yeah. you know, why would you do that? Steve does this and this is what he does. And he helps so many different people. And and she said, well, Steve was like, well, you even take it or leave it. I'm like, I didn't say that. But I was basically, <laughs> I was just basically telling her, I don't, I'm not going to chase you to make you make a decision. I'm just letting you know, I'm trying to help you. Right. Yes. Yeah, and so she ended up listening to me. I told her go. Yeah, you don't have to
1: sell this stuff if you don't want it. You just that's your your loss. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. And she
1: told her. I was like, "Ah, that's not what I
0: said. But you know, then he she said, and so she came back to me. She moved the money, and guess what? Three, I think, two months later, COVID happened. Mm Hmm. And guess what? The the portfolio she would have lost thirty percent. Wow. Wow.
1: I know she's she singing your praises. Singing my
0: praises. <laughs> she is telling me, I talked to her last a couple of weeks ago. She said, Steve, I'm so glad I listened to you. Mm. And I got, you know, you start beating on your chest a little bit. I tried to tell
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but And I did
0: leave some of her money still in, in, in the investment side because I told okay. her, we need to, as I said before, you risk what you can, you invest yeah. what you can risk. Yeah. She did lose 30% in that.
1: Right. Right.
0: You said, I'm but so you know what I... though
1: the flip around if, if we can all be patient this the the, the wave after this don't you think is it's going to be extremely positive right or or what are we thinking
0: I don't do hope planning i I, I don't like a lot of hope in my in my retirement mm. right and so a lot Sounds of that's like invest- a great advisor
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that adds more to it. Like we don't want hope. We want we want you to give it to
0: us. Right. No, I, I say I, I told some one of my clients, and she, Miss Miss Richardson, she was laughing at me when I said it. I said I'm not Jesse Jackson. I'm not gonna keep hope alive. You know what I'm gonna tell you? Is, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you we gotta get some guarantees. Then we can work with the hope. So that's what I told her. But you gotta have guarantees because if your money, because here's what people don't understand. If you lose 30 to 40% of your portfolio, people tell me, oh, I got it back, Steve. When did you get it back? Oh, about five, six years. I said, no, you lost time. Mm-hmm. You lost six years of your life yeah. trying to get back to even.
1: Yeah, right,
0: right. Right, so it, it, it's not, it's, it's it takes a longer time to make that type of losses up. Yeah, that's Especially true. when you're closer to retirement.
1: Hmm, that's, that's 20, true. I like the way you put that.
0: Right, if you're 20, 25, 30, Maybe sure. 35, you got more time because, mm-hmm. you know, you're not close to the retirement yet Yeah, for most right. people. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't, you can afford the risk yeah. that comes with, you know, investing. Right? Yes. Yes. So I am all for investing, but I want you to be educated. And as we said before, I want my clients to be totally engaged.
1: Yeah. 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 So Steven comes to you, you know, as, as uh, obviously, you know, he is an expert in, insurance services, and financial services. Um, He's a retirement wealth coach, dubbed as the retirement wealth coach. And so he focuses on retirement, you know, and so I want to remind you of that. And he's clearly an expert. And he and he has a lot of um, weight in the in the sector where he is in with the with the, the VIP, where he can get those private uh, accounts for you and also um Steven help me out what are those the 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 three percent group of you what is that oh called? yeah
0: yeah that's that well it's, it's somebody joking told me it's called are you in the uh, you know the, the naughty I said no nah, I nah, ain't that <laughs> uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna say the whole name I I just said the naughty right I said no I'm not in that I'm just in a in a group <laughs> of specialized advisors that can offer and bottom line is we can offer you products, and I'm not a product pusher, but it, yeah. the products are the answer to your to your problem. So and within that group, we have the best of, of Bank of America, JP Morgan, uh, Merrill Lynch. We have the best of wow. Sachs. All the names. The best of all of the big boys. So when I say I'm independent, that does not mean I don't have access to the Robert Schiller. Yes. So we have some of the biggest names who give us private products
1: for our people okay yeah and and so he steven is not a financial uh advisor so much you're more of a you're a wealth management uh advisor like coach if you will so i want to be clear on that because those are two very different things you know we've got financial advisors but we don't have people that are thinking about legacy planning and you know uh, retirement planning focus you know and you're focused on the long-term investment of, of an individual. And, um, and and even after they're gone, you know, you're, you're, oh, you're you know they, they will have something to provide a, a legacy in, in gifting too. So um, well, the term I,
0: financial advisors, typically most people think of investment only. Yeah. Right. But investment advisors are not necessarily retirement advisors. No. So there's a big difference.
1: And that's why I wanted to make sure I said that before we got off, because I almost forgot to Really, really hone in on that uh, because that's what makes you very different from a lot of um, competitors where people might think that you're that, that person, but you're, you're not that person. You are that and some. So, um, uh, you are all that in a bag of chips and, and I'm just very thankful that we had you on the show today. And so I'm going to wrap it up with you, but I want to thank you again for coming to the show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that, um, you know, you, you got, uh, some, some good information off your chest. And if I didn't, uh, give you an opportunity to share something that you wanted to share with us today, how about you give us a shot now and, and tell us before we wrap up.
0: Well, I would just say um, I just joined Instagram so I'm new to that so you can hey, follow me at wealth coach. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at wealth coach Steve um, and you can also check out Coffee and Cashflow Facebook's page and go to Fig Wealth Advisors if you have any questions. Uh, my number I can give you the number I guess it's 980-216-8487 980-216-8487. Don't be afraid to give us a call and ask for me. And, you know, we're it don't cost nothing to talk to. Him. So that's right.
1: <laughs> and he's a great so nice. guy to talk to. Listen, how this whole conversation went. He's fun and he's funny. And, you know, he, he has an analogy and a story for everything. I mean, I love that Cinderella story, by the way. That's my favorite fairy tale. So I was like, yes, that's in the book. So, thank you so much, Stephen. We appreciate your time, your 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 energy, and definitely your work that you're doing out here. And um, I'm going to be calling you for those those uh that private conversation that I can't talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So, thank you so much. Take care now.
0: Thank you, Doctor.